Okay, so we're on page 11 of the, uh, of the pamphlet. And uh, the way this is set up, it's <clears throat> leading up to the Sikha. So by the end, this section goes from, from, 11, from page 11 to uh, page 33, I believe, 34 in this, uh, in this pamphlet. And it's got, I think, 11 different readings, 10, 11 different readings um, in this pamphlet. And the last four are from the Sikha Chayisara in 57-52, um, which is sort of the build-up, so the background from previous years, where it uh, comes from in the revealed part of Teira, and then when the Rebbe explained it through the years from from Tavshin Yudalif, the year the Rebbe became Rebbe, and then five years after that, and then years after that, and how the Rebbe developed and went deeper, deeper into the concept until it culminated in this uh, final sicha. So here's the So it has three general parts. So you see on top of page 11, it says one dynamics of agency. Agency is the English translation for, uh, for shlichas. I'll just use the word shlichas, maybe. We can say it once. And shlichas is, uh, is being, being an agent, being a representative, pointed as a representative. And um, <clears throat> then part two is what the Rebbe added to that in more recent years. Um, and then the third part is its a special connection with Mashiach. So first he has to introduce the whole idea. So A is just like him. So we'll, we'll go straight to the... Uh, to, to, to the text. So we have an idea of a representative. You have even in secular law, you have a power of attorney. We have a proxy. So you appoint someone, and when that person signs a document, it's as if you signed the document. So the source of that is in Teda, that we have the concept of a shliach, a representative. So you can, uh, the, the verse in the Teda speaks about uh, appointing somebody to take care of your grain for you, in order to separate all the parts Allah requires. So you have to take off truma and give it to a coin. And you can appoint somebody to do that for you. It's not a personal responsibility. If a person, famous with Perek in Yeshiva, those who learn Masech de Kiddushin, you can appoint a person to, to marry a woman for you. So Reuben wants to marry a woman. So he uh, appoints Shimon as his uh, representative, as his agent, as a shliach. And he says, Hare, he goes to the woman, gives her a ring or a pruta, whatever it is, and he says, Hare at Mukadeshes Reuven. And when he gives her the ring, she's married, not to the one that gave her the ring, to the one that sent him. And that's uh, according to Teda. We do this today also. This is what happens if there has to be a, you know, a divorce, and they're in different places, you appoint a representative to do it. The law of shlichus is, is, is halachically binding, and it's a concept, as I said, we have in secular law too. But we see over here from a Mishnah, so text number one is from Mishnah, Masech Barachas, so we see it's deeper than that. So, Hamispal Simon the Mishnah says, that if a person is praying and he makes a mistake, it's a bad sign for him. So it's as if Hashem is not accepting his tefillahs. Okay, so that's a, that's a law. But if he is davening on behalf of the congregation, and notice, when you say a shliach tzibur, chazoras hashatz, has the word shliach in it. Right? He's the shliach tzibur. He's the one, the shliach, the emissary, of the, of the congregation. So he's representing them. So if he made a mistake, Simon it's a, it's a bad sign for the ones that sent him. Even though he's the guy that made a mistake, but since he is representing them, 
it's a bad sign for them. Why? So these four words is the phrase we're focusing on. The shluche, the shliach, the representative of a person, is kamesi, is the equivalent to the person that, that sent him. So therefore, just like if he daven for himself and he made a mistake, it's a bad sign for him. So now he's a shliach, so it's a bad sign for the ones that sent him because he is, he's representing them. So that's we see the whole idea in the Mishnah. Turn the page to page 12. So we see that it's not just, you know, it's, it's a bad sign over here. It's not just a, a legal uh, creation over here, this appointment of, a, of an agent, of a shliach. We see that there's something deeper behind it. So the analysis of this, text number two, is from Rabbi Yasef Engel in a sefer called Lekachte. Rabbi Yasef Engel was a very original, deep thinker, and he's quoted many, many places, and he's a, basically a Talmudic commentary. He's not a, this is not the Jewish mysticism. And he writes... And he analyzed, made a very famous analysis, which this analysis is itself subject to analysis, okay, about what does it mean? How, do, how does this work? Reuben appoints Shimon, and Shimon doesn't accounts for Reuben. Like, what exactly is happening over here? So he says, I'm not sure. I'm in doubt. Hakaimalon, that we know the law is, that the representative person is like the person himself. What does this mean? So he gives three possible explanations. So before we learn the three possible explanations, just to give the, the summary, all three are, could be true in different situations. So sometimes it makes more sense to look at the first way of understanding it. Some cases it looks like the second. Some cases it looks like the third. And some cases you can sort of pick the, the shliach himself, uh, or the mishalei, the one that sends him, could pick it up. Anyway, there are three different levels. What's the first one? Does this mean that the person becomes like the one that sent him? In other words, Shimon goes to Reuben and appoints Shimon to do something. So now, if even though Shimon did it, it's as if Reuben did it. For the Torah makes it as if it's now Reuben. He's a shliach. So now it's not he, he's not he's not Shimon anymore. It's as if Reuben is doing it. Is that what it means? That it's as if. Reuven himself did it, like the whole body of, of Shimon becomes like, like Reuven as far as this halach is concerned. Or oy, maybe there's a second way of understanding. That we consider Shimon like to be a separate person. Reuven's one person, Shimon's a second person. But the action that Shimon does as a result of his appointment by Reuven that it still has traced back to the one that sent him, and it's considered as if the one that sent him did it. So in other words, Reuven is Reuven, and Shimon is Shimon. But when Shimon does it, it's as if Reuven did it. So he maintains his identity. The first way, he doesn't maintain his identity. It's as if he himself has said, it's Reuven doing it. Over here, it's Shimon doing it, but the Torah says that it's as if Reuven did it. Oi, or a third way, hang on a second, Oi Dilma, perhaps. Even the action is not like it's Reuven's action. I'll say it outside first. It's Shimon's action. But the Tata tells you that if he was appointed, that it helps for Reuven too. And that would seem to be more the idea of a power of attorney. A power of attorney, Reuven appoints Shimon, signs a paper that he has a power of attorney, and if, and if he signs his name, when he signs his name, Whose name does he sign? Does he sign his name Reuben or does he sign his name Shimon? In the power of attorney, whose name does he sign? He signs his name Shimon. 
but he has the power of attorney saying that it helps for Reuven. So even though it's Shimon's action, Shimon has his own personal identity, and Shimon even does the action. But the Torah says that if you made this deal beforehand, in the case secular law, it's a power of attorney. In, in Jewish law, he just appoints him to be his shliach, to be his emissary, so it helps for Reuven. So that's the third possibility. Even the action itself is not ascribed to the one that sent him. It's as if the shliach himself, as if Shimon did it. Shimon did it, not Reuven. But the Torah made a law. The Torah decreed that even though somebody else did the action, Shimon did it, but not him, not Reuven, Nevertheless, that since Reuven sent Shimon to do it, the action that the other person did helps for him, just as if he himself did it. So that's the third way of understanding it. So in summary, the first, he's, he's not sure, the Rabbi Yisuf Engel, he's not sure, which, what does that mean, that the, 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 the shliach of a person is like the person himself? Does it mean, first of all, that it's as if, if the Torah makes it as if Reuven is, Reuven is doing it. That, excuse me, that Shimon becomes like Reuven. So it's not the Shimon's action at all. Or do we say a second way, which is the intermediate way? Do we say that, no, Shimon did it, Shimon is Shimon, but it's as if Reuven did it, the Torah says. Or do we say that it's not like Reuven did it either, Shimon, Shimon is Shimon, and Shimon did it, the Torah says, even though Shimon did it, there's a law that it helps for Reuven. Now it might seem um, that there's uh, that uh, what's the difference? I mean, in the end, it works, yeah. So what difference does it make? So Rav Yisrael goes on with many, many different cases in the Talmud that you could bring a proof that that's only the first way, a proof it's only the second way, it's a proof it's only the third way. We're not going to go into that. But in the top of thirteen, he summarizes: in the first two options, you act through me; but in the, ap- in the last option, I act for you. Okay, so there's more independence in the third way because Shimon retains his, it's, it's, it's Shimon, it's his identity, and it's his action. In the other cases, whether it's like the second option, that Reuben is, is doing the action through Shimon, or is it the first way even more that, 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 that Shimon's whole identity becomes nullified to that of Reuben and becomes a shlich. So the common denominator between the first two, that I is a shlich, I don't act on your behalf, I'm an extension of you, and you act through me. And the third is like a, this, uh, like in secular law. So he goes and gives different, different possibilities, and it comes out that all three are valid way and valid ways, and there are three different ways of carrying on a shlichus. You want to ask, ask something before? Just the background to what's going next, so part B is that the Rebbe explained on a general term that all Jews are shluchim, of Hashem. You have an expression, Shadar. A Shadar, the great biography of, uh, of Shmuel Dov Reitschik, called Vasholem. They go, Shadar. He was called Shlucha de Rachmana. You're Shlich, you're emissary of Hashem. So that explains everybody's emissary of Hashem. That we're all sent down, our souls are sent down here to do a job, and Hashem sent us. And the Rebbe traces it back, and we have three different ways that we, we could do that. And he says, two, so two by Chasutu Rebbe. You can speak about it later.